Happy Wednesday. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We're glad you're with us. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. It is Around the League Wednesday. We are not going to talk to Liam McHugh because he has jury duty. I still call bullshit. He is coming up with very creative excuses to not come on our show. You know what this means? That's twice now he's blown us off. Yep. For a miraculous airplane flight that he had no idea it was about, and now jury duty <laughs> that he was notified of. He didn't know how it, ahead of time. Didn't know what Eastern time was versus Central time. And like, yeah, everybody gets jury duty notices the day before. I did have a two day warning. In fairness, so he needs to make it up to us by getting us Gretzky in studio. Yes, yeah. in uniform. Yes, I want him in full Indianapolis Racers gear. Game worn. <laughs> I was gonna say which uniform. It's gonna smell like that guy from Minnesota, but that's okay. Oof, Twin Gretzky. Yeah. Did we'll you see the, the thing he's doing with the uh, the, the Northland Sticks now? No. Mm-mm. He's uh, bringing back, well, I don't know if they ever fully went away, but he's doing this initiative now where um, he's to try and make hockey more affordable. He's bringing back like Northland Sticks where they, uh, it's like you can buy a pack of three for like a hundred bucks, which is like a pretty that. good deal. Sweet. Yeah. Wood so, sticks? I think they're, yeah. I think they're wood because they're Northland. But, like a wood stick. Yeah. Well, my, my favorite stick I ever had is a Bauer wood stick. It had like a concave uh, shaft. Yeah. It was cool. You can still get wood ones. The I think Titan still, speaking of Gretzky, I think Titan still makes sticks in the in the wood and everything. You get the Paul Coffee curve on the Sherwood wooden sticks. They're like 15 bucks. Yeah. And they don't break unless you do it on purpose. <laughs> unless you, yeah. Unless you really try. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Make sure you smash that like button for us talk. on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Same deal on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe, follow, whatever. And do us a huge favor and leave us a five-star review. Before we continue, we've got an event to tell you about. This Friday, October 27th, puck drop is 5 p.m. Blackhawks and Vegas. Coming out to Legends in Mokina, 9710 West 191st Street. We're going to be there presented by Goose Island. They're going to have $5 Goose Island Blackhawk Pale Ales. That's awesome, and we're going to do a live post-game show from there. Come hang out. Go to allchgo.com. Go to our events page and RSVP. You don't need to buy tickets. It is free, but we do ask that you RSVP so we get a bit of a headcount idea uh, heading in. If you do decide last minute to go, I'm sure it's fine if you just show up, um, but those RSVPs are very, very helpful. So jump on allchgo.com and join us Friday for our watch party at Legends in Mokina, again, presented by our friends at Goose Island. And speaking of events, we are very close to our November 4th uh, takeover at the United Center. Mm-hmm. Hawks-Panthers, that's obvious, right? You're going to go to that game. This one, this takeover, includes the game day experience at Fifth Third Arena. So you get to go see the Hawks practice facility, get a tour of the locker room, don't step on the logo. Uh, I yeah, believe don't be one of the the many drink? that have stepped on the logo this this year. Yeah, There's it, been a lot of logo again steppers. yesterday at Morning Skate. Em- Emma is... It's very off the hook. Yes, to, to the point uh, that when we were put, when we went in for post game, we were all reminded, "Don't step on the logo as we walked." As in. you walked in, yeah. wow! Yeah. All right. so. It was. I, I will say though, a, it was someone from Boston at Morning Skate well, yesterday. That's their fault so. for letting them in. <laughs> that is. Go to the other that's locker true. room where you belong. Yeah, exactly. It's not your locker room. Right. It's our locker room. The media's that, locker room. Damn it! Damn right. Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> gonna be fun. So pregame yeah. drinks and meet up with us. Uh, again, that game day experience at Fifth Third Arena. And, of course, sit with us during the game, hang out, uh, share meatball thoughts, and we're going to have a good time. So allchgo.com, go to the events page. If you're a diehard, go to the diehard tab because that's where you'll get your link to save. And if you're looking to 
save on the events. You want to go to a couple here? Become a diehard at allchgo.com. All right, let's start the show, shall we? Oh, we didn't start yet? No, I mean, we did, but we haven't gotten into any topics yet, aside from uh, Northland sticks and what have you. More more sticks and such. Stick talk. Stick talk. Stick talk. Um, Stick taps. So something that's been on our minds for a couple weeks now is this concept that the NHL is floating out there. And they're thinking about decentralizing the draft. And thank you to Steven for saying, cool, what does that mean? Uh, (laughs) What it means is the way the NHL runs the draft now, as everyone listening to this show knows, all the teams are there assembled on the, what would be the ice surface, but it's covered over. The arena floor. At team tables. And you have GMs getting up, going to talk to other GMs. They got phone calls. Everything is happening right there. The whole hockey universe is gathered at the draft. It is something very uniquely NHL. It's everything. So, of course, centralized. they want to change it. Yeah. So, I, this yeah. is from Chris Johnston in The Athletic. Uh the league circulated a memo last Wednesday asking for feedback on a possible decentralized draft, similar to how the NFL and NBA conduct theirs, with team personnel remaining in their home markets while the prospects gather in one centralized draft location. Under the new proposed model, the NHL would use a $5,000 to $10,000 seat venue and have one or two reps from each club on hand. So they're, so they're going to make it a smaller venue? Yeah, because all it's going to be is prospects and fans. It's going to be like the NFL draft. Right. If you don't need the arena floor, you can do it in a smaller venue and have oh, the same amount okay. of fans I there as you normally yeah, would. Okay, I see what you're you saying. You don't need that space. I see what you're saying. Okay. Here's the deal. It's very rare that the NHL does something that separates them in a cool way. Yeah. How NHL would it be to get rid of this? It would be My a, God. 100% on brand for the league to to make something that is unique to them. And take it away. It's 100% on brand. And I look, for a league that has one of the lowest salary caps out there of the major sports leagues, uh, the highest paid player makes a fraction of what, you know, bench warmers in the NBA make. Uh, it's a league of penny pinching. And our NHL, someone in, in our chat had the ex, had the exact same question that I have. Are NHL teams so worried about money and budgets that flying out their executives and their front office and, and, and all that is breaking the bank to to not have your staff in the same all all go to the draft and all be there for this really unique thing that sets the NHL apart from from other leagues in in the draft setting, like. I get you're trying to save money, and I get that the schedule is a problem. But for F's sake, like, it's one of the most unique things that the league has to offer. And if you make it like the NBA and the NFL and all the other drafts, you, you, make, you, make it, you don't make it unique, and you make it less of a thing that casual fans or fans from other leagues look at and they go oh that's that's different that's cool tell me about that if the draft is just like any other league you knock yourself back down behind those leagues in terms of uh, viewership and popularity and things that make you unique and cool the nhl needs as many things that make them unique and cool working for them as possible so that they can compete with with gaining more fans gaining new fans and and getting more eyes on them as a league when it's competing with the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball and Major League Soccer. That's no longer a joke. That's a real thing. Right. So I'm very upset about it. Um, I think it's silly, but 
it's the NHL, the League of Silly. And I know one of the biggest complaints outside of the the if you know the cost is an issue, it really shouldn't be that big of an issue. You're you're chartering flights forty one times a year. I mean, don't these don't these airlines have charter forty one flights? Forty second one is free. Like, I mean, like <laughs> it's, it's a punch card. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's like a, like getting subway sandwiches. After you know, every twelve you get one for free. The other issue is it's too close to free agency. Move free agency. That or, first of all, I thought GMs weren't allowed to talk to anybody until July first. Mm. Yeah. So how is that interfering with you on June 28th? Are you admitting that you're not following the rules, even though we totally know they're not following the rules, because it's amazing that at 12.01 a.m. on, on that July 1st that these really complicated, structured yeah, contracts exactly. are signed? <laughs> like, so they're basically saying we're, we're not, we need time to illegally talk to free agents and their agents. Um, or, Hey, go back to what you were doing pre-COVID and start the season on October first, so it's not so it's done yeah. ten days earlier, and you can have the draft ten days earlier, or move free agency back to July tenth. Why does it need to be the first? Why is it? Yeah, it doesn't I, have. There's no reason for it because you have a week of cra- you have two days of craziness, then a week of like okay, there's some action, then nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So July tenth versus July first is not going to make a big difference. And by the way. If they're concerned about it being too close to free agency, everyone's there. Everyone's at the draft. Agents, players, managers, coaches, everyone's there. Walk through Tootsies in Nashville, you see the NHL. Mm. There's Pete DeBoer stalking us. There's Luke Richardson (laughs) having a cold one. There's an unnamed Hawks front office person. Elbow up to the bar the entire trip. Like, it's just, it's just, like... Everything happens there. And what is more exciting as a fan? And I, I know, like, this is not the NHL. Teams are pushing for this. Someone mentioned it in the chat, of course. There's some teams that want to do this. Yeah. Can you think of the fans for once? What's nah. cooler than watching the draft and you see whoever it might be say, oh, there's uh, Kyle Davidson's uh, talking to Kyle Dubas. They just got up and had a conversation at the table. And then Gary Bettman walks to the podium. We have a trade to announce. That is so exciting. Yeah. And, yes, trades can still happen at the draft, but when you don't have GM next to GM, like, butt-to-butt at the table, it's not going to happen as often. And half the time, those false they're just false alarms, GM going to talk to GM, but it ramps up the excitement. It makes the draft can't miss. Yeah. And people want to sit there and watch the entire draft. It makes it – having all of the teams there makes it feel like the entire hockey world is in one spot yes. and and how how often do you have those events i would say almost never like maybe the cup final media week or whatever it is media days two days that they mm-hmm. get like it's just something that allows fans that are there to be like holy crap there's everybody everybody i all the all the insiders and all the gms all the coaches here's all the draft picks like Everybody is there. Like it, it's just one of those cool things. I remember when it was he, when the draft was here in Chicago, going as a fan, going to the fan fest was really cool. They had the Stanley Cup there, and then going into the arena and seeing everything on the floor and like exactly what you're talking about watching. You know, teams trying. You know, some teams interacting with each other. Guys picking up the. You know, people picking up the phones, either 
making trades, making deals. We want to move up, move down. What do you think about this guy? You want to get in on this pizza? Like, you know, whatever the phone call is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's just fun to watch as a fan. And then being in Nashville from a media perspective, like we were there watching it as, you know, in, in a, in a different light. We were, we were actually paying more attention to, Hey, who's, who's picking up the phone? Who's, who's, who's going over to which table, you know, who's having different conversations. It just makes it that much of a more unique experience to cover. And you watch the NFL draft and they go to the live shot of the, of each team's war room. And it's like, Oh, cool. Like there's, you know, there, there they all are in their little room. And I don't know. It just, it, as a, as a viewing experience for the fan, watching it on TV, it'll change it. Watching it in person, it'll greatly change it. And could it still be cool? Yeah. Does it take a lot of the most unique things away? It does. Well, and, 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 and like the NFL draft is different and it can't be compared because most casual football fans have an idea of the top three draft prospects and have opinions on them. Whereas NHL draft prospects, aside from the top, even in a stacked year, five. Like, if you walked up to somebody in Nashville and said, tell me the top ten draft prospects in this draft, how many of the people that paid a ticket to be at that draft could name you ten? Probably very few. Probably less than ten. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, what makes it special is the fact that this stuff can happen. Yeah. It's not about the players. So much. Yeah, of course, you get the Bedard year, the McDavid year, the Matthews year. It's very exciting. But again, the drama's kind of gone. Everyone knew where Bedard was going this year. So it's the periphery stuff that makes it interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and from a media standpoint, it's nice to be able to like have day one and then day two when they make all these picks. It's nice to go down and be able to talk to Kyle Davidson and Mike Donahue in person. Yeah. Instead of like, which would then be like, oh, okay, now we got all got to get on a Zoom call to talk to Kyle Davidson because right. he's probably going to be in Chicago and we're all wherever covering the draft. Like, it's just nice. Like, I don't know. It, it's it's a unique event. I mean, the draft isn't going away. We'll still have yeah, all course. the all that stuff. But yeah, it is nice having. It's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know about nice, but it's cool is a better word to see it all there and see the inner workings of of a draft room unfold right in front of you. A decentralized yeah. draft takes away Kyle from Chicago. That's right. That's, That's true. Yeah, it never happens. Yep. A uh, little last note before we move on to the next thing here. Uh, again, from Chris Johnson at The Athletic. While any proposed uh, or any potential changes aren't likely to be implemented before 2025, the memo did leave room for it to happen this coming spring since the league is still working to finalize a location for the draft. The rumor has long been Vegas. There have been some discussions that maybe it happens at the Sphere. Um, knowing the NHL, maybe more likely that it's at some convention center. Um, at UNLV or something like that, but <laughs> the idea of this fear would be yeah. awesome. It's going to be, be at the Golden the, Nugget. Yeah. In the circus, <laughs> circus. Yeah. I was going to say. It was <laughs> be, the closed yeah. one, the palms. <laughs> it's going to be at the Sands. It's going to be in uh, conference room H yeah. at the uh, the yeah. Tangiers. It'll be a Four Seasons. Uh, the Four Lay, Seasons. Four like Seasons like landscaping. Yeah, yeah, that's where it'll be. Exactly. It's going to be at the Motel 6 off the strip, <laughs> way off the strip. It'll be in Henderson, yeah, not Vegas. Guys, before we move on, I've, I've got a little bit of experience with this. I've been at both the NFL draft and now the NHL draft as well. Wow, big bragger. That's right, that's right. Uh, this is how small the NFL draft was. 
Like that is extremely tiny. I, there couldn't have been more than like two, three thousand people fit in there. Yeah. This was in Chicago. This was in the Chicago theater. Yeah, this was yeah. in 2015. Yeah, I think yeah. it was at Roosevelt University. Yeah, Auditorium Theater, I think it yes. was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not wait, not even the Chicago theater. No. no. Oh, and it used to be at Radio City Music Hall, which is yeah. a, is a theater. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you just compare that to what we were at this past draft. In an actual arena. Yeah. yeah. A, a full arena with tons of fans and legitimate crowd reactions to things like when Adam Fantilli doesn't go number two overall, yeah. you can hear the gasps and everything like that. The Compare cheering, that to the any, NFL draft there. It's completely different when you only have a handful of thousand people. In yeah. There. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, hopefully they do the right thing here and think about the fans and look, if, if it is a, if it is cost prohibitive for some teams, you don't have to spend 20 people. You don't have there, to buy matching suits either. It doesn't have to be. I was waiting. It, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. There can be a compromise and say, "All right, let's let's tone it back. Let's do GMs, scouting directors, and owners only, or whatever you want to do, or just let teams say we're going to send these four, these six, these eight, yeah. whatever. It doesn't have to be. I mean, we either do it this way or we don't. You can adjust. They still have all of their meetings, their draft board meetings the day before the draft and everything. So having all those people in one spot, I think if the, you know, on location for the draft is still logistically easier. So I think if, I don't know if there's really that much space for a compromise from, from the front offices in that way, because you don't want to take half of your scouting staff and leave the other half behind. And then when you're having these last, you know, finalized meetings of who who's on our board, who's on our, you know, must haves and do not draft lists and all these things. You don't want to have them split up. So I think if you're going to have it where teams are still being there, you kind of do have to have everybody there. Was just in my mind, at least logistically, that makes the most sense. Or everybody is back in Chicago and Kyle Davidson is on Zoom or something. Sure. So I don't know. It's just yeah. there's a ways around and it. I think it's also cool that like, especially for like the Hawks and Bedard or any of your first round picks, if you're drafting a kid that you believe is going to be the next star of your franchise, your next cornerstone player, I think it's really cool that the, that the owner and the GM and the coach and the, 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 all the head honchos of the franchise get to be on stage and welcome him to the organization yeah. and take that picture of him getting the jersey for the first time. It's cool. It's better than just, you know, Gary Bettman holding up a jersey, faking a, you know thirty two smiles as this kid comes up. Like it's love that podcast. Thirty two smiles is good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. it's uh, very positive. It's a, de- it's a dentist <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's more of a visual thing, but whatever, it works as a podcast too. <laughs> All right, well, Mario, why don't you tell us where we can get some some uh, some kicks that some will give kicks. us some riz, some some, some kicks. Did I do that right? Are you having a stroke? Are you all right? I that was so hard to listen to. <laughs> Good. Somewhere my daughter just cringed and doesn't know why. Are they, are they still called skids or is that something else? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, but if you're looking for some cool shoes, that's what we're trying to say. Cool shoes. Kicks. Check out Soul Savvy. Do not miss out on the biggest sneaker drops. Download the Soul Savvy Drops app. Uh, Soul Savvy has been around since 2018, and their mission has always stayed the same. It is to get sneakers into the hands of the people who love them the most. The Drops by Soul Savvy app makes it easy to keep up with all the latest news, releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. It is your one-stop shop for everything sneakers. Do not miss uh, releases ever with uh, the Soul Savvy app, they have drop alerts and instant notifications. You will get notified whenever your size is available to buy in the sneakers that you want. Uh, you can keep track of all the raffles that happen in 
the sneaker world with their raffle tracker and their accurate release calendar will keep you updated on all the releases that are coming up so you can keep your eyes out for all the shoes that you want. Whether you are, are a casual buyer or an all-out sneakerhead, Soul Savvy has something for you with three different levels uh, in their app. The basic version, which is free, the mobile plus, or the premium. And here's a drop alert from Soul Savvy themselves. This Saturday, October 28th, Soul Savvy will be dropping the Air Jordan 12 Cherry Shoes. <gasps> so be sure to check out the Drops app to check them out. Sign up. For this for sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo or head over to the app store, download the drops app by soul the sorry, download the drops by Soul Savvy app. Again, uh, Soul Savvy, your one stop shop for all your sneaker needs. Them drippy kicks. Let me know when they get some uh, slip-on shoes. On there might be, hey, you, you know what? They might, <laughs> there might be some slip-ons like, with Velcro. Um, Who knows? I'm looking well, for new Dr. Scholes are dropping today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for some uh, arch support slip-on <laughs> sketchers or maybe some Vans. Hey, you know those those Air Jordan 12s? They might have really great yeah, arch I'm, support. I, I, I bet you Jordan himself needs arch support these he days. He probably does. He might. Probably I had original Jordans, time. by the way. Did you? I did. Not me. They're the blue and black ones. Nice. I'm like, these are a little tight on me, garbage. Idiot. Uh, Who knew then, though, right? Who knew? Who knew? Soul Savvy would have known. Well, the reason I need art support is because I'm fat. And part of the reason I'm fat is because of bacon. Thank you, Charlie Charlie. the Bacon Guy. (laughs) We appreciate you, and so does my cardiologist. Charlie the Bacon Guy is based out of Woodridge, and he makes Kraft Bacon and Bacon Jams in over 30 different flavors for you. The Bacon and Bacon Jams are all naturally cured, fancy preservative-free. You're not going to get any junk in there. It's just bacon and the stuff that makes the bacon delicious. There aren't any ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself. Involved in the process, unlike most store-bought bacon, it's vacuum-sealed and freezes great. Bacon lasts in the package up to 45 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer. And the bacon jam lasts about 60 days in the fridge and two seconds on my in my house. Six months in the freezer for the bacon jam. Here are some of the favorite flavors for the bacon. Maple pepper, jalapeno garlic, Old Bay. Just tried that one. Yeah, awesome. good. Rosemary, Malort. I'll pass on that one, Charlie. Sorry, thank you very much. And your bacon jam flavors, the original, the bourbon, and the spicy, which I just tried, which is awesome, too. The bacon jam goes perfectly with anything in scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers, grilled cheese, cinnamon rolls, or Charlie's favorite, the spoon. He will deliver it to you, meet you halfway, or even ship it. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. Get in touch with Charlie. Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy. You can check out his merch there as well. Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy or shoot him an email, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Another great use for the bacon jam? Yes. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, yeah. it's bacon With some jam. Bread? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who took the Malort sure. bacon home? Was he was me. here on Saturday. Someone not I it wasn't said, me. It's still bacon. Mario. Somebody grabbed it. Still bacon. It wasn't me. I don't know who got it. Malort is by special request only, says Charlie himself. Well, that's just good business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we talked about compromise, and you don't have to say it's either this or that. We got some more compromise this week. Um, the NHL has uh, softened their position on... Is it compromise, or is it, or is it saying, oh, we fucked up? Well, I think the compromise is the outcome, right? Because I think there were some players that felt, I don't want to be forced... To wear something I don't want to wear. 
And there were players that were saying, hey, if I believe in a cause, I want to be able to show that I believe in a cause. Mm-hmm. The happy medium is if players want to use pride tape, they can use pride tape. They're not going to bring back the pride jerseys or any sort of special cause jerseys. So, you know, first responders night or Native American heritage jerseys or Black History Month jerseys or whatever sort of special thing they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Those are gone, but they are going to allow players to individually express themselves with tape or whatever else they might want to do. And as far as we know, those jerseys will likely still be designed and I think put up for auction to benefit different initiatives and charities and and things like that. If the players want to model them in a non-game setting, they are able to do so as part of those initiatives and, and, uh, and and everything like that. So all of that is, is still there. And I think when, when we've talked with Blackhawks brass, when we've talked with players about things like this, um, their focus is on, yes, the night of the festivities, uh, is different, but the work outside of that one night is what is more important. Everything that they do in, for those communities, uh, for those initiatives, whatever it is, is is the focal point. With the pride tape stuff that the NHL is 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 completely backtracked on, um, it's there. What are, what they're saying is, we are rescinding a ban that didn't exist, wasn't real. Uh, couldn't be enforced by the NHL's own rule book. So they're enforcing a rule that was already in place, which is you can use whatever tape you want. It's the dumbest thing I've ever, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen from the NHL. And that's a long long list of dumb shit from the NHL. And look, they they made all of this, uh, all these problems with the pride tape stuff and, and, and the jerseys and all this stuff. They've created their own problems, and now they're they're having to deal with their own repercussions and their own bad image and bad PR from their own problems that they've created. And they they should have to wear it because it's one of the it's one of the dumbest things. It's it's just creating issues, and it and of all the things that surround, you know, the pride jerseys, pride night, pride tape, all this stuff. The tape, no one was mad about the tape. All the, all the outrage was about all the jerseys and the players not wanting to wear the jerseys and stuff. The tape, no one, no one was saying anything no about the, the tape. So the league league came out and said, hey, you know what? The tape get, get the tape goes too. Well, who wanted that? No one wanted that right. in their fake outrage. So it became, this own, it became their own problem. And all it took was one player, Travis Dermott. Oh, yeah. Who, not, not Connor McDavid. From my Coyotes. Not Austin Matthews. Not, <laughs> not anybody... Who is who is a big time all star? It took Travis Dermott, who's on a one year prove it contract that you can stay in the NHL, put his you know put himself out there and and did something that he's always done. He's always been wearing. He's always been using pride tape. It just hasn't been right. that you know focused on before. And he came out and said, "Well, I'm just going to keep doing it. You know, find me whatever." And the NHL was like, "Oh shit, we're going to have to actually do something." Uh, we probably shouldn't do that. All right, we'll take it back. Right. It's the dumbest, one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. And like you said, there's nothing in a CBA banning that. So there's literally have, a rule. No grounds to stand on. There's literally a rule that says you can use whatever color tape you want. On the shaft or handle. On, on, on your stick, which is not part of your uniform. And the league was like, actually, we're going to change that rule. Well, you can't just change the rule in the CBA. Right. Without, yeah, it's get having a, without having a whole fucking thing. Yeah. So it didn't exist. It wasn't real. 
you know what the NA, I've said for years, you know what the NHL is? They're that scene from the Simpsons where sideshow Bob keeps <laughs> stepping on rakes. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. They are. That is what they are. They always do it. Whatever, whatever ball to drop, the, whatever there, there is a ball, they will drop it. Um, one th- couple things to touch on this. One just literally popped in my head right now. If the fans, if the NHL does a fan vote for the All-Star game, we need to start with our hey. pals at PHNX, get Travis Dermott to the All-Star yeah, game, a la, a la John sure. Scott. Get him in there. Let him wear the pride tape in the, uh, in the All-Star game. Second of all, as we said, it took one, one, dude. one player to, to, to make them change. I think we're starting to see a movement in the NHL where the players realize we have the power. They have individual power. We have the power. You're seeing it more and more. You're seeing it. You saw it in Columbus with Mike Babcock. That was Mm -hmm. a player-driven thing. Mm -hmm. That was pretty much the players. They interviewed the players, and they're kind of like, yeah, this guy's a jerk-off. Get him out of here. We don't want him. Whatever. Now Travis Dermott, one guy, was able to put the kibosh on all of it, um, you know, when, you know, you have this, all this salary cap stuff, you know, it's when the next CBA comes around, mm-hmm. I think the players are starting to realize, like, we are the, we are the league. We're the league. Absolutely. The owners think they call all the shots, but without us, what do they have? Nothing. Well, and, and do uh, uh, NHLPA director Marty Walsh has come in and, made a lot of in a short while has made a lot of impact that uh Donald Fear couldn't with with working with the league and I'm I'm impressed having having very little knowledge of him when he took over the job I've been impressed with what I've seen from him and the way that he has handled the PA and and really helped empower these players yeah it's it's great it's great and I think you know the next step is Hopefully, the next commissioner that comes in, the sooner the better, uh, is is, Yo Epstein. is a guy that, like, I know the commissioner is essentially, is not essentially, is hired by the owners. Right. And he's the conduit of the owners. But hopefully, it's somebody that comes in and starts being more of a mediator between the two as opposed yeah. to just ruling with the iron fist of the owners. The owners, and part of the NHL's problem is, like, so many of these ownership groups are old school have you know the team's been passed down in their, in their family for generations like the Blackhawks but the Blackhawks you know they're kind of they're they're trendsetters in, in a lot of ways and have been since Rocky took over um, but you just have like this old school mentality throughout the league that needs to be broken on so many different levels and it's going to be the players the young stars that do it and you're starting to see some of these people some of these players, feel like, hey, I'm the one that runs the show here. Good luck without us taking the ice tonight. Who's buying tickets? Right. You know, what are they buying tickets for? Exactly. They're not buying tickets to take a peek in the owner's box. They're buying tickets to see us do our thing on the ice. Yeah. Um, so, and just to be clear, like, this is not a pride-only thing. Um, I, you know, if it's first responders night and player X wants to do thin blue line tape, he is allowed to do that, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And camouflage tape, camouflage tape, whatever. Or on any night, that'll really disguise that his night. stick. That's actually an advantage. Yeah, camouflage. won't be able to see it. Yeah. How do you find it on the bench if it's camouflaged? Uh, night vision. Oh, yeah. Nice. 
That's what Hosa wore. Yeah. <laughs> or a night vision uh, visor. <laughs> He's a cyborg. By the way, here yeah. we do have the Hawks. Uh, if you're interested, theme nights for the Hawks this year. The next one, uh, aside from our CHGO takeover, which should be official, but it's not. Whatever, cowards. <laughs> uh, November 5th is Native American Heritage Night. That is my favorite of the year. It's, a really it's cool night. awesome. Yeah. It is such a cool night to be there. Well, and I think was it last year? All of November was yeah. the like Heritage Month. I'm yeah, sure I hope they keep I'm that. Sure going. I hope they do that again. Do that again. That was year. really cool. Uh, November sixteenth versus the Lightning Military Appreciation Night. November nineteenth versus Sabers Hockey Fights Cancer. No, December tenth is Celebration of First Responders, and there will be a Police versus Fire pregame hockey contest. Uh, the thirteenth of February versus Vancouver is Black History Month. March 15th and 17th is a St. Patrick's Day weekend celebration. Well, two days for St. Patrick's March Day. March 26th versus Calgary is... Two days of green. Pride night. <laughs> and April 16th versus the Hurricanes is Fan Appreciation Night. Cool. So uh, those are what we got so far. Native American Heritage, Military Appreciation, Hockey Fights Cancer, First Responders, Black History, St. Patrick's Day weekend, Pride Night, Fan Appreciation Night. Those are the ones currently on the schedule for the Hawks. I'm sure... Some new things will come in, and as they do with all theme nights, there will be themed merch that will proceeds will probably benefit particular causes. So they're still going to happen. I think this is a way to not put players in a bad spot. And again, I want to be clear: it's not just about the pride thing. You know, Provorov and the stalls opting to not wear pride jerseys last year—they had to face the music for that. Just as yeah, but if that caused all this, yes. But just as if. A player said, I'm not going to wear camo for a pregame skate because mm-hmm. I don't believe that we should be celebrating war. That player would have to face the consequences of that decision. This is why the NHL has taken this stuff out of the player's hands. It's, yeah. I think it's cowardly, but whatever. This is a compromise. If players want to express themselves towards a certain cause, yeah. they can do it. I just chuckle when you say compromise because it's like the league is just, they're, they folded. They bluffed that they had four aces, and Travis Dermott said, well, I have a full house. I'm going to play it. And they said, oh, shit, I got nothing. Well, I'm going to yeah. fold. Travis Dermott takes home the pot. Well, yeah. I mean, in terms of now players will be able to do it without fear of retribution financially or otherwise. Yeah. So if a player wants to wear pride tape every game, they have the right to do that, which is how it should be. All right, we got to take a break, but we first we want to congratulate Brad and thank him for the super chat. Hey. Brad says in honor of our new baby and her first Hawks season. Keep up the good work, boys. Let's go Hawks. Congratulations, Congratulations. Brad. Uh, awesome news. Uh, we assume you name your kid Connor for a girl. Sure. Yeah. C O N N Y R. C. Yeah. Is that there our biggest go. super chat ever? Hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think we've so. had a, we have had other hundred dollar ones, but I do believe that is the biggest one we've had. Yes. So congratulations, Thank Brad. You, Brad. We Brad. appreciate Thanks, that. Brad. That's awesome welcome to the rest of your love, life, buddy. Love, love when the, uh, yeah, love, love a new CHGO fan. Yes, That's right. awesome. Just that the kid can't sleep. Let's put the podcast on. Yeah, we still got to do our sleepy ASMR episode. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I think that's most episodes for people. <laughs> <laughs> for some, for I mean, some. I when I hear my own voice, I guess start <laughs> nodding off. So yeah. Well, you should excite some people. This will this will keep them awake. Yes. The, the Ram read. Yes. It's time for some <laughs> Ram power, folks. Whether you want it or not. Are you in the market of a new vehicle? Nine months ago. If that's you why are, we got the Super Chat. Uh, yeah. Brad had some Ram power a little over nine months <laughs> Way ago. Way to go, Brad. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. <laughs> if you're in the market for a new vehicle, if you are, then we've got great news for you. 
Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake have just joined the CHGO team. At Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And mm -hmm. right now, during Ram Power Days at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off all new Ram models. And that's not all now through October 31st. That's like Tuesday, so you got to hurry. Explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time, seven-year anniversary savings. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to check out the team at Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram because they are the only team we recommend because they have great Ram power. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit raycdjr.com today, serving the community and ramming things since 1963. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a long time of ram. Hey, if you're looking to uh, celebrate your, your ram power or celebrate your, uh, your new babies, why not crack open an ice-cold Goose Island beer? Goose Island is the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO. Uh, they have been Chicago's beer since 1988, and they have a tremendous uh, lineup year-round of beers that you can choose from and enjoy. They have the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer that the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking, the entire family of Beer Hug IPAs. You have the Golden Cans of 312, the Wheat Ale, the staple of their year-round roster. Uh, in season, you have the Oktoberfest. Uh, we're getting to the end of October here in a couple of days. When does Oktoberfest officially end? Is it one of those things that it's like three October. months? It ends in October? Because okay. like, it starts apparently like it starts in August. In September. It's September. August, right, it's yeah. a celebration of the harvest. It's almost April Fest. Hurry up. All right. It's yeah. May Fest, which is in June. <laughs> when, <laughs> that's true. It's when's when's Rocktober? That's all I, I care We're about. We're in it. All right. Well, anyways. Now. Uh, yeah, get yourself some, some goose on. And, hey, if you go out to the United Center for uh, Bulls game, Bulls opening night Bulls. tonight, tonight. Take, I hope you, hope you took our bet from last night's game. Uh, or from last night's show, rather, uh, for tonight's game. If you're at the UC, check out the Goose Island Pub. They got the the Bowl and Goose West Side Ale. Uh, of course, you have the Blackhawks Pale Ale that's available as well. Tons of beers from Goose Island that are all delicious and refreshing. Grab ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers like all of these and more at Goose Island's Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or go to their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. That is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. All right, we are short on time. We need to have a production meeting on the air. Oh, no. We have some things to get to, but we're not going to be able to get to all of them. Should we do the Calder Race yeah. or the Who's the Contenders and Who's Not? What one contenders. can we talk about the Blackhawks less? Contenders. The contenders. Contenders. <laughs> but we should also mention uh, Rebuild Report. Yes, yes, Rebuild Report is available on allchgo.com right now. It's the first edition of this year's uh, Rebuild Report for 2023-2024. Greg and I are tackling that again this year. Greg has the Rockford Ice Hogs and the European prospects. I have the NCAA and OHL prospects because they don't have anyone else in any of the other leagues. Uh, it is going to be for diehards uh, this season, so if you're not a diehard, sign up, become a diehard, get access to the Rebuild Report. The first one or two, I think, are going to be unlocked, but after that, they will go behind uh, yes. the diehard first wall. First taste is free. Yeah, so uh, be sure to become a diehard to get all of the insight for the Blackhawks prospects. 
Uh, lots of Connor Bedard coverage last year. None this year. He is not a prospect. <laughs> nope. He is here. Uh, Connor Bedard, read Hawks hits after every yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, read yeah, Hawks exactly. hits. You'll get your Connor Bedard fix. Or uh, Connor's corner. Um, yeah. So it's uh, check it out. A lot of, lot of fun. Uh, Greg, I know, is excited for his Rockford beat this year because it's way more than Lucas Reichel now, so that's a lot yes. of fun. There's, uh, there's it's good stuff. Guys you guys had a very in-depth rebuild report, too. What was it the was, first one? This was we a meaty to, one. We had to, well, we had yeah, to we catch gotta, everybody up. Yeah. We got to we gotta get everyone acclimated. It'll be a little more uh, uh, con- concise from here on out. But, Far uh, be it from us to be meaty. No, this is the meaty podcast. Yes, Chonky Boys. <laughs> and Mario. And Mario. And I'm also here. <laughs> Mario's also here. All right. Uh, so we've got a number of teams. And if you're a Hawks fan, oh, you know there are some undefeated teams that are yes. just mowing Jesus. through yeah. the NHL. Well, they're all playing the Blackhawks. That yes. Helps. Yeah. Exactly. That helps. Uh, your Boston Bruins, not not Greg's, are 6-0. Uh, and oh. Not mine either. They're pretty good. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are also 6-0 and oh with a plus 16 goal differential. It's pretty good. Their good? goal differential is higher than their goals allowed. <laughs> That'll get you pretty far in this league. Vegas is 7-0 and with a plus 15 goal differential, also higher than their goals allowed. Don't forget, by the way, right on their heels, the Dallas Stars 4-0-1. They have an overtime loss, but they're playing really damn well, too. Mm-hmm. Do we believe that all these teams are for real? I do. I look at the top six teams in the league based on points percentage. Vegas, Colorado, Boston, Dallas, Detroit, and New Jersey. One of these things doesn't belong in my eyes. I agree. And I think the one thing is the Detroit Red Wings. Now, are they looking real good right out of the gate? Yes, they are. Dylan Larkin and Alex DeBrinket are really powering that team, and it's it's been said on this podcast before, and I agree, the league is better when a team like Detroit is competitive. I just don't think Alex Debrinkat scoring on a, what was it, 190-goal pace, something He's like that. He's shooting 39.1% right Yeah, now. that's super sustainable over 82 games. Yeah, <laughs> considering he's only, yeah, he's coming into the season was under 14% for his career. Yeah, so Boy, the entire team is shooting out of their mind, too. Right. By the yeah, way. That, that is going to eventually regress down, and I think... Could Detroit get into the playoffs? Sure. This starts helps. This, yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you take de- some pressure. The season's definitely the not year. over at the end of October, but you can definitely put yourself in a good position uh, for the rest of the year. So I, I don't think Detroit's going to stay in that top five, top six range, but uh, the rest of those teams, New Jersey, Dallas, Boston, Colorado, Vegas, I mean, those are the teams you, everyone was picking to be. Uh, cup contenders this year, and they're off to fantastic starts. Yeah, I mean Boston. I think we all de- we all debated: are they going to make the playoffs yeah. or not? Because of the losses of David Krejci, Patrice Bergeron, will their goaltending, who you know basically split the Vesna last year, I know it was given the leanest hallmark, but he only played half the year. Will they be able to do that again? So far, they're being able to, and part of the reason why those losses don't seem to affect them as much as a lot of us thought they would is because they are, they have completely bought into Jim Montgomery's system mm. and they are such a disciplined team. I know yeah. it's weird to say Boston's a disciplined team, but they just, they are so methodical and, and just dogged on every shift. Um, and that doesn't change game to game. So, 
I know I picked them to miss the playoffs. So far, they're making me look stupid, um, but that's not a hard thing to accomplish. And uh, It also helps when you have a rookie that no one really expected to stick around in the NHL and um, Potris that is like he's in the Calder race. Yeah. So, and and there's no evidence that he's that he needs to go anywhere but stay in their lineup. Yeah. So that's that's a nice uh, added bonus for them. And they've played le- and all these teams have played less than ten percent of the schedule. It's a long way to go. Yes, there's. Uh, but I think Boston is definitely you know we're underestimated. They seem that they they've taken that personal and they're and they're proving that you know hey yeah we lost our our longtime captain but uh, you know. We're okay, and yeah. uh, you know Vegas is for real. They're just, they're the Cup champs. You know they're not getting any younger. They're they're dealing with some injuries on the back end right now, but that's not seem to be affecting them. We'll see what happens if and when Mark Stone. You know they've already planted the seeds that oh he might be in and out of the lineup. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Colorado, uh, as our friends at PHNX used to describe the Diamondbacks, Colorado's a wagon. I mean they're just gonna roll over people yeah. all year. if they yeah. stay healthy. It could be two out of three years for them. They're they're for real, uh, no doubt about that. They can I, go eighty two and zero. Yeah, I mean they might. They're on pace, my I friend. Mean, they got a few more games against the Blackhawks. So um, <laughs> Dallas, uh, I thought I picked them to win the Central. I think they're going to have the best record in the in the West when it's all said and done. They're going to be up there the whole time. Detroit, yeah, I, I yeah, you they're, look at they're not they're not playing sustainable hockey. Like the Brinkett and Larkin are eventually going to come back to earth. I still don't think their defense and goaltending is enough to, to last through an 82 right. game season in the Eastern Conference. Now, had they not cried their way to get those one hour earlier starts <laughs> and they were in the West, they're a playoff team. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. And what was the 16? Vancouver? Yeah, they're not even. Uh, worth. Well, based off points, is Vancouver. Point percentage, it's New Jersey. Well, that's my team. The I picked them to win the President's Cup and yep. make the Stanley Cup final. And my one preseason pick so far looks looks good as the Jack Hughes for Hart Trophy. Yeah, uh, and that's something to keep in mind too, there, kiddos. It took Jack Hughes like three seasons to become a bona fide superstar. Yeah. So, you know, for everybody worried about, you know, not enough help around Connor Bedard, just just watch Jack Hughes what he's done. And and New Jersey's done it the right way. They didn't go out and get a ton of free agents for for Jack Hughes. They they built from within, yep. and that's mm-hmm. exactly what Kyle Davis. And then when it was so, time, they traded for Timo Meyer. Exactly, patience, patience, yes. patience. And Jack Hughes, by the way, eight year, eight million dollar contract was signed. He's in he's in year two of that deal. Absolute bargain. That's how you manage a cap. Yep, that yep. is unbelievable. Uh, by the way, Detroit's wins. Not that I'm not taking anything away from them, but nah, take it away from them. Six four over the Lightning. They beat the Jackets four nothing. Beat the Penguins six three. Beat the Sens five two. Uh, beat the Flames six two. You mean they're not playing nothing but undefeated teams? Weird. Mm. Their losses are to New Jersey and Seattle. Um, but I will again the shooting percentage we mentioned to Brinkett shooting thirty nine percent. Joe Valeno has four goals in seven games. He's shooting forty four percent. Shane Gossespierre has three goals. Nicholas He's shooting twenty percent. Shane Gossespierre has uh, nine points in seven games. And you mentioned Dylan Larkin. He's got 11 assists. He's got 14 points in seven games. I mean. Super sustainable. It's just not sustainable. When this team hits the wall, they are hitting the wall. I'm going to say, though, they're better than I thought. And I will say I do think they're, they're probably a wild card team. 
They're better than I gave them credit for. So be. I don't want to crap on them simply because they're the Red Wings. But I don't uh, crap on them. That's my. When team. you look at the numbers, thank you. <laughs> when you look at the numbers, it's just they're not going to be able to continue playing at this level. And what? they're in the East. Their schedule is going to get a hell of a lot harder. So uh, we'll see. All right, now we're looking at some of the teams that are not off to great starts that had some decent expectations. Detroit. The, I was. I just want to throw this in there. Yeah. Top two teams in the league based on uh, all situations PDO, which takes into consideration team shooting percentage and team save percentage. The number one team is Vancouver. The number two team is Detroit. So eventually it makes sense. It'll regress leave it out. for both of those teams. Yes. I yes. Think. Real yeah. life will come calling at some point. Well, who's on the bottom of that list if you have it handy? The bottom six one teams, team. one, two, three, four, five, six – Based on points percentage, uh, 27th is Anaheim, 28th, Pittsburgh, 29th, Washington, 30th, but number one in your hearts, the Chicago Blackhawks, 31st, Edmonton Oilers, yeah. and 32nd, San Jose Sharks, who have yet to win a game. <sighs> the Which Oilers, one of those teams doesn't belong? Yeah, I think the very easy down. answer are the Oilers. You know when we talk about the eye test? You know what doesn't pass the eye test? Jay Woodcroft. When I look at the Oilers head coach, I, that guy does not inspire me to be like, that guy's a really good NHL coach. It makes me realize how long <laughs> it's been since I've seen a new Family Guy episode. Because <laughs> he looks like Seth MacFarlane. Yes, he does. he does. Can he sing like him, though? That's a Probably question. not. But Gru is doing a good job with the Red Wings so far. Yeah, he is. Eric Lalonde, yeah, like him and Gru. all his minions. And his minions. But yeah... Uh, Edmonton, and now with McDavid Hurt, that's it, it, that's rough. I don't know. Do you see them like potentially making a change at coach? I don't know. I don't think it feels overreactive, right? That, yeah, they just did that, 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 that though. Yeah, yeah. Jay Woodcroft only became the head coach what a season and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I don't think point, that's going to be the problem. At some the, point, the it's, change. They McDavid's had what three, four coaches already. Seems McClellan like it. and was wasn't Tippett there for a while and didn't they have uh, uh, Eakin too? Yeah. Yep. So he's at least on his third or fourth coach. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Oilers. It also doesn't help that Oilers may need a GM change. That's yeah. what I think their problem is because you know Ken Holland is riding on this reputation that oh, yeah. he's proven was overblown. I mean, he still hasn't figured out you got to go get a goaltender. Now, now, Stuart Skinner is better than he's been, and he was better his last start. The whole Jack Campbell thing, everybody on the planet knew that was bad. Yeah. And guess what? He's bad. He, and he's still bad. He's bad until he's not. <laughs> but you can't afford to keep putting him out there. Right. Yeah. So I don't think, like, the, the, the anger and rage that we've seen after some Blackhawk post games should be direct. Like, if we were the Oilers, then you can have that. Like, that's a team that I picked to win the Stanley Cup this year. Yep. I'm not deviating from that. I don't, I think it'll be fine. Like, they get some goaltending. Uh, you know, their defense is getting better, maybe. You know, Evan Bouchard is, is improving. You know, some people will tell you that, uh, you know, uh, Darnell Nurse is not as good as what he's getting paid for, but, you know, where else have we heard that store? Uh, Seth Jones. Still, yeah, exactly. So, uh, hey, what do those guys have in common? Um, hmm. So, uh, you know, they... Hot sister? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, know um, I don't think the Joneses have a sister. No. Oh, Sarah Nurse is hot. Okay, uh, my column. <laughs> <laughs> good column. Film at 11. Uh, <laughs> That's my Blackhawks meet next week. 
so yeah, the the Oilers I think won't stay in the bottom six. Like the McDavid injury is not super serious. Uh, it's it's two, you know, yeah, weeks. two weeks, a max. week or two. They're not even putting him on IR. I don't think. Um, I know that for a fact because he's on my fantasy team and I can't get a replacement because he's not <laughs> on IR. Um, that's how I know that. So Connor McDavid's going to be Connor McDavid. Leon Draisaitl's Leon Draisaitl. They just got to figure it, it. Evander Kane has been, even though he's a complete pudwack, confirmed multiple times from Pudwackistan. He's yeah. still he's been, the mayor of Pudwackistan. He's the the board of trustees of Pudwackistan. <laughs> the entire board. But he's been a super effective for them. Yeah. A great fit for those guys. So the talent is there. They're going to be all right. Uh, meanwhile, you have the Washington Capitals are, who are complete embarrassment. Horrible. All they, are is a, all, all they are is just, we're here to get Ovechkin to break his record, to break the Wayne Gretzky record. As soon as he and, does, he's uh, going, to, going to Russia. But shit, with this team, it's going to take him nine years. Yeah, he's got, he's, one he got goal his first so goal last night. Yeah, it took him 14 <laughs> shots to get one goal. Last. He had 14 shots last night against he had, Toronto. He had 14 shots. When we, when we The game was still going on. It was in the third period. When we saw that he had 14 shots on goal, the Maple Toronto Leafs had 17. Had 17 as, a team. as a team. And they and were, were up 4-1. And we're winning by three goals. <laughs> yeah. At what point, Crazy. though, like... He's going to break the record. We all know it's going to happen, but Eventually. how long does it have to go on where, until people are like, this is not valid? Well, it was like, <laughs> what was it? He had to be on like a 50-goal pace for two and a half seasons. Yeah. I don't think he's reaching 50 no, this year at this, like at this rate. It's going to be like Smith on the Cardinals. It's like, ugh, boo. Just like grinding out like 2.1 yards yeah. per yeah. carry for seven mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah it's, it's going to be uh, bottom gonna hey, be interesting. Blackhawks need a right winger for Connor Bedard. Get him, get him out of there. Yeah, I'll take that. And uh, the Oilers need a goalie. How about a gently used Peter Mrazek? Sure. Hey, uh, bottom three teams in the league based off of all strengths PDO this season. Edmonton uh, is third to last. Carolina Hurricanes, second to last. They have allowed the most goals yeah, in the NHL. They're another team that we've said for years, you're going to keep rolling out the Frederick Anderson and Ante Ranta two ouchie tour. Yeah. Uh, you're and Kachekov's had some rough games too. Yeah, but the, I mean, he has, but that kid is up, down, starter, backup. Like at some point, just give him the he's, damn he's job. He's playing for a different team's AHL pro, yeah, you know, club. Even, like, yeah. yeah, they don't just give him the damn job already. To, he's the best goalie you have. The and the worst team uh, PDO this season is the Washington Capitals. Uh, that's aided by their team 4.4% shooting percentage. Jesus. <laughs> As a team. It's, Oof. It's not good. Uh, second worst save percentage, uh, team save percentage this season is the Edmonton Oilers, 85, uh, er, uh, 0.8516. The worst, Carolina Hurricanes, 0.8245 as a team. It's not so good. So bad goaltending will sink all your ships. Yep. Carolina, Edmonton, those were some pretty serious contender picks there's still 80 you know and then that 80 75 76 games yeah. left for most teams long, so long way long season ahead but like early early indications are oof that's concerning yeah yeah well hey it's gonna be exciting to watch like i i, I they're those like just like detroit those bottom teams that we expected to contend will write i mean even if carolina gets up to a 90 save percentage which is pretty much average yeah they'll be totally fine Right? Like, I think that's expected Right, at some point. Edmonton's going to start scoring with more regularity. They'll get back to where they need What's to be. What's the old adage about, like, the back of the baseball card? Eventually, they all yeah. start playing that way. So, yeah, it, it, it will be uh, 
it'll be remiss. I want to go back to a comment very early. Uh, I think it was Windy City Hockey. I know he's asked this a couple times uh, about the the tickets for the uh, takeover. Um, if he can get that commemorative ticket from the Blackhawks since he's buying the tickets from us. Well, we bought the tickets from the Blackhawks. So yeah. technically, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an a, official ticket. It's a we're Black not Hawks sneaking ticket. in through yeah. the... We're not guerrilla ticketing. We're not like... Yeah, we're not... I mean, they, they, so... It's a Blackhawks ticket. It, we yeah. bought the tickets from the Blackhawks and we sold it to you. So it's an official ticket. So I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to get that mm-hmm. uh, commemorative ticket for that as well. Uh, and... Uh, Speaking. We can confirm that info, though. Yes. Just we'll, to be we'll, sure. But we'll I think double check, very but certain that that's... You're the only concern would be ticket. that it is linked to a Ticketmaster account. That's yeah. how you have to get the ticket. So unless it's... If they assigned a bunch to... We'll find out. We'll, we'll, g- find we'll out. get a definitive answer for you one way or another. Right. And speaking of tickets, you like, yes. do you like to uh, cash tickets in at the old sports book? Well, our friends at DraftKings have you covered... For the NHL season, DraftKings Sportsbook is getting new customers ready to drop the puck with, with an epic offer. Score 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on any hockey bet. Now that is worth a selly. That's going to count on the scoreboard. There's no offside review to take <laughs> that out of your account. Mm-hmm. So. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code CHGO. New customers can get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code CHGO only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. You got it. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call one Eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Gold Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario sorry canadians bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright of the nhl 2023 all rights reserved nailed it Good job. Way to go. Good job. I got to beat that next time. That was good. Good job. Uh, and before <laughs> we wrap up, I want to tell you about uh, cannabis because it's amazing. And if you want to get some, the best place to do it is Sunnyside, your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place for all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality cannabis products. Sunnyside has everything you need to survive your football season and elevate your hockey season. And no matter where you are on your cannabis journey, they will help you feel at home and comfortable and informed and educated about the purchase you are going to make. They've got easy online ordering and in-store pickup and an awesome transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. Boy, did I need one of my good news counting sheep gummies last night. Took it, slept through the night, thank God. Uh, They've got the great gummies, the rechargeable vape pens, and the cartridges perfect for great moments with the crew or if you need to sleep like me. Also, Cresco, if you're a fan of flour, you like rolling your own things or put them in a pipe or whatever you like to do with the flour, 
Cresco is reliably excellent, consistent quality, experience, and availability of flowers, vapes, concentrates, and pre-rolls, but tons of other great brands, including Mindy's, High Supply, Floracal, Wonder, and Remedy. And now through October 31st, head to sunnyside.shop. Use the code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. That is one use per customer and not stackable with other promos, but it's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. All right, we are back tomorrow. Sweet. 2.30. Yep. Going to be a practice tomorrow. Should be uh, pretty intense from what we expect. You expect after those comments last night. Yeah, and don't forget, Friday, 5 o'clock, We've got our watch party at Legends 9710 West 191st Street in Mokina. Puck drops at 5, post-game show after the game, naturally. Come by, drink some $5 Goose Island Blackhawks Pale Ales with us. Watch the post-game, hang out with us during the game. It's going to be a good time. Explain hockey rules to Braggs. Yes. Regardless of outcome, we're going to have a fun time. And, hey, maybe the Hawks are the first team to hand the Golden Knights a loss. Either way, fill yourself with beer and wings. I need to find that uh, stat. Oh yeah, Hold about on. the Hawks. There's a being there's a stat. The ridiculous start uh, of the season. Oh, there's a stat. Where's the stat? There's uh, a stat. The uh, Blackhawks when they face the Vegas Golden Knights on Friday will be the first team in NHL history that is over a hundred years of hockey to play four consecutive games against undefeated opponents. Think about the original six years when there were only six teams. Not one team ever played four consecutive undefeated teams when there were only six teams. Like, at the start of the season, you didn't even have, like, 1-0, 1-0, 2-0, 1-0, nothing. Like, this is the first time in NHL history that a team will play four consecutive games against undefeated opponents. Those three opponents combined are 19-0-0. That's the Blackhawks' schedule to start this season. Jesus. So as much as we talked about it last night, uh, this is the meatiest grinder part of the season that I think we will experience as Blackhawks fans. Yes. The team does not want to use an excuse, but it's a It's thing. an excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's real. It's 100% it's a an excuse. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2.30. Thanks to Steven for running the show. Uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure you smash that like button on your way out. We appreciate you being here with us on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Y'all silly like the mayor.